Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to the NS9 Post Game Show. I'm your host, Anthony Donardo, and with me, we got Dougie Fresh. Doug, welcome to another Pirates Loss. Yeah, yeah, thanks. Um, I pretty much had penciled this one in as a loss. Uh, the game we, we should have won was last night. Uh, this game was Urias, and he had, I think he went three innings in his last start, didn't pitch well, coming off a hamstring injury, and nothing will make you feel healthy and, and back on track playing the Pittsburgh Pirates and so yeah it was predictable I the the only real surprising part is that he gave up two early runs everything <laughs> else every, everything else is right in line with you know, what you expected from this line and I'll tell you yeah you're right like last night they had all the opportunities to win they didn't tonight you didn't feel that at all it didn't yeah. seem like there was any opportunity where the Pirates were going to do it well I guess I'll take that back they did go down 2 nothing early, right? But like right. you mentioned, there were those two runs that Urias did give up uh, to make it a tied ball game. And I don't know. At that point, maybe there is some hope. Maybe the Pirates are going to wake up today. They're going to tie up this series with the Dodgers. And that was the last that we saw the Pirates offense. And they went nighty-night, like the rest of us watching this game. Um, <laughs> but I feel like I want to start off by talking about our starting pitcher for the Pirates, Johan Oviedo. Is he just... The worst pitcher, and then one of the better pitchers that you see in, in every single game. Yeah, it's it's really impressive. Um, he can look just terrible. Now, I mean, in his defense, no, no. you're right. He can look <laughs> terrible. He can look terrible, but he was victimized by Mookie Betts and Freddie Freeman. Um, that happens to a lot of a lot of pitchers. Um, so yeah, they got him, but you're right. I mean, in, in, in the early innings of a game, he looks like a DFA candidate and, and consistently, this is not just, it doesn't happen every four or five games. It seems to be every single game. He has one of the worst first inning ERAs in all of baseball. Right. Right. And his second inning, I I, I don't know what the ERA is, but he's, you know, he's still shaky. You you get him past the third inning and you feel comfortable that he's going to go six or seven. Um, and he, and, and then suddenly he's just, you know, his control is great. Uh, you know, you know, great stuff, that sort of thing. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know how to fix that. Um, I, I don't know, you know, the pirates certainly don't seem to know how to fix that. Um, but yeah, I, I don't, you know, again, the Dodgers line up their, their, their first three, what is it? It bets Freeman Muncie. Then that's basically who did all the damage tonight. Um, no, you're right. Right. You know, Betts it's all starters. Two hits. Freeman had three hits. Muncie had one hit a home run, of course. Right. Outside of that, just one more hit from the rest of the, the uh, lineup. And that was with uh, Vargas. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it's hard to fault him too much, but again, I mean, you know, what, what we gave up two runs and we're all, Oh no, this one's over. <laughs> you know, so, right. you know, um, but it just yeah. is like with Oviedo, it just very, I don't know. Is like, Oviedo sure the Jack Sawinski of pitchers, right? You just don't understand him, right? You just can't, it just doesn't make sense. It sort of defies a lot. Like, you know, when Jack Sawinski's on, he is lights out. And then it's just, you want, you know, I mean, again, the debate on him, you know, is it, it's not when he's hitting well, no one's suggesting that he gets sent down to triple A, right? It, it's when he goes 0 for 31, and it seems like a reasonable complaint. Now, now with Oviedo, it's it's in it, within every game, 
right? It, right. It's man, it, you watch those first two innings and you're like, oh my god, bring up Priester, bring up Jared Jones, you know. And but then all of a sudden in the fourth inning, you're like, watch this guy, he's just mowing him down. Yeah, no, I guess there's like some similarities in the sense of again, I, I think. I mean, we talk about it's a real thing, but it's mainly in jest. Like Jack Swinsky isn't like a DFA candidate; he's not like a minor leaguer. I mean, right, but it's just right. like when you look at his total game, it's like I'm I'm not sure how that OPS is there. And I guess with the similarity with Oviedo is again a lot of weirdness in Jack Swinsky and his like splits, right? right? And it's just weirdness in like Oviedo. His first inning is going to be absolute trash, <laughs> yeah. to put it kindly. Yeah, because again, it's it's bad. And today it looked that way. I mean, he came out just did not look sharp. It was two nothing quite early, right? I mean, the first two batters, right. Freeman got first on base batters, for the right. double. Then uh, Mookie Betts, I'm sorry, Mookie Betts got on base. Yep. Then Freeman hit the do- uh, home, run, home run, and right away, two nothing, two nothing. And you just and saw it, right? All he did was throw stuff down the middle of the plate, and, right? You know, and he, then he goes on and just mows down the lineup, right? For consistently, you know, he looked really, really solid, and you know, I'm not gonna. The other runs that he did give up in the game, right? Uh, listen, it's okay. I mean, this is a good lineup. Um, you know, he faced Mookie Betts for the fourth time today. I actually right. thought about that in my head. Like, I, I'm not going to research it. Not right. game. wasn't worth it. <laughs> not but like, worth I it. wonder how many times a pitcher saw Mookie Betts for the fourth time this year. Right. You know, and Oviedo is going to be one of them. I'm sure, there's not too many. You know, and most guys are afraid to go through the lineup for the third time. And here's, you know, Oviedo facing Mookie Betts for the fourth time. Yeah, Mookie Betts is going to do that to you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the Pirates in particular, we, I mean, from last year on, or, you know, before, prior to last year, we didn't let anybody, you know, remember we were complaining. We, we, when they were letting pitchers go six sure. innings. And now suddenly we've got, you know, I mean, Rich Hill hadn't thrown a hundred pitches in three years or something. And I think he's done it three times this year. Uh, we're letting Keller yeah, go late. Let fall off. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just, I understand. Uh, I mean, look, Oviedo is is much like again in comparison to Swinsky. He's not going anywhere. He's in this rotation. Uh, there's there is no other options. And I mean, we're, and we're actually sort of losing guys that we're counting on. Uh, it, you know, now, first it was injury, and now it's just the ineffectiveness. Um, so yeah, he I, we, but yeah, there's got to be some way they got to work that out. There's I, I mean, is it focus? And it looks like we lost uh, Donardo there. Um, I don't know. He's I back. One <laughs> now. Okay, I am way too tired to to understand what just happened. So, <laughs> no worries. Um, but you're right. And like, I guess my thing with Oviedo is I'm not sure if the opener is going to solve his issues. I mean, it's clear as day though he struggles in the first inning. Right. But I think he so struggles again, in his first inning, right? I don't, well, I don't, yeah, yeah, right. You know, I I, I'm think, not sure if the opener is going to solve it. Like his right, first yeah. inning is could be the second inning, he still implodes, right? But what I am going to say is it is a real thing and it might be time to try it out. Like, like I think it's time to sincerely think about having an opener for every Johan Oviedo start, yeah. I mean, right, so at this point, it can't hurt. I mean, what does it matter? Does it matter if he gives up two runs in the first inning or does he matter if he gives up two runs in the third inning? You're, you're, you're absolutely right. And maybe, I mean, maybe it's something in his head. I, I don't know. Um, you know, could he have a more intense, you know, warm up session? I mean, there's got to be a solution to this. Um, 
we need a solution to this because this kid looks like he could be a pretty deep. I mean, do you want to try him as a reliever at this point? <laughs> when he comes in in his first if his first inning and gives up three runs, that, that that's not that's not an elite reliever, um, right? So so it, it'll be they, they've got to do something. You're right. The opener opener is not a bad idea. Just do we even have a good opener candidate? No, <laughs> we do not. <laughs> but at the same time, I want to say his again, like his first inning year. Right? I don't know the top of my head. Actually, Jim, I think you might know if you're here still. If you do know, put it in the chat. But I want to say, like, his ERA in the first inning is like 11 or something like that. So I'm kind of confident that any like, – like, oh, I'm almost confident that you could put a Ryan Barucki in. Uh, I take that back. Anybody but Ryan Barucki in the first <laughs> inning. And that was a, a bold statement. But... <laughs> Very bold. Right. So I'm with it. I feel like we're at the point where I'm, I'm ready to try. Just try. Is it Will Crow almost ready? Yeah. Jim says it's nine-ish. Will Crow is rehabbing. That is something he could potentially do. So there's a – an option if that's what you look into. But yes, I think it's time. I think it's definitely time because again, outside the first inning, he looks good. And today was another example of it. You know, like you said about him being in the rotation. I mean, I know the total number is 4.75 ERA when you look at it, but like start by start and just, I don't think he's pitched to eye test saying he's a 4.75 pitcher, if that makes sense. No, I, I have actually seen a lot of intrigue from him. Um, now, albeit, there's also a need for him just out of pure need. He has to stay in this rotation. Right, there, you already got no Luis Oviedo sent down. Uh, uh, Oviedo, Luis Ortiz sent down. Ronzi Contreras just got sent down today, FYI. Uh, they're hurting. And, of course, obviously we know Ronzi was in the bullpen at the time, but they're hurting for starting pitching. He has right. to be here. Yeah, yeah there, there's – right. There's no option <laughs> but to keep running him out there. So if, if that's – the case then right we might want to look at an opener um something something because i mean it's tough this team cannot really score runs as it is and to to be behind two three four runs you know the first inning of every game is 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 a lot to ask of this sure so a lot to ask any team quite frankly but this team in particular so yeah yeah, it's 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 time you're right it's probably past time to, to to run that out there with somebody Yep. So in total, just put his stat line out there. Oviedo does go 6.2 today. Had six hits, two walks, six six strikeouts, five earned in those two home runs as mentioned. Freeman and Max Muncy. Um, the Muncy one was pretty big as well. But yeah, uh, again, like looking at the start, it's mixed, but you saw a lot of positivity from Oviedo. And those are the things that, you know, again, do intrigue you and make you feel like he can be part of this rotation long term. Um, but, you know, he has to figure out the first inning regardless. Either yeah. he has to or you have to as an organization <laughs> to eliminate the first inning from him and have it figured out for him. Yeah, I don't know. I, it's so weird how, the you know, right, the Pirates are so late to make these kind of uh, Jacksonville Jaguars podcast. <laughs> Trevor Lawrence will be talking about his hair game instead of G1 Bays. Um, Zach just wants us to stay miserable. <laughs> Pirates <laughs> the Jags. Come on. It's not man. not too much. He's not asking too much there, right? <laughs> so no. uh, yeah, it, it's uh yeah, they're so I, I mean I've said this before, you know, uh Charrington is known for his thinking outside the box, but 
it, that's outside everybody else's box. He won't get out of his box. He stays inside his lines. It, he stays inside his lane and, uh, you know, does not seem to, to want to, you know, deviate from his path in any way, shape or form. He's determined, you know, he's determined that Oviedo is a starting pitcher and, uh, yeah, there, there will no, there'll be no opener. We'll, we'll get our hands on him and we'll sort this out. But, uh, it appears that, uh, that's not happening yet. So, sure. Absolutely. So let's move on from Oviedo. Uh, I mean, I want to say uh, the bullpen didn't really do the job. Uh, Perdomo didn't look that sharp. No, granted, he hasn't looked sharp. Right. Um, Jim and I kind of went a little bit back and forth on this. Like, I get he's a tw- he's 29 years old, castaway that's been terrible. But when I look at him pitch, I find some intrigue with him. Tonight, again, though, just he wasn't. It wasn't yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's. You know, like I said, even when he's doing well, it's you know he it's walks and strikeouts, and you know he he doesn't give up a lot of hits. But you know, if you're putting guys on base to, via the base on balls, you don't have to give up a lot of hits to get hurt sure. in one inning. So, um, yeah, he's you know he's never never looked that great. But you're right; it's hard not to look at this six foot eight left handed dude with you know some kind of filthy stuff and think, man, if we could harness this, we'd really have something. Right. And, and they said, he, you know, he's, he's not giving up a lot of good contact. So, yeah, but I'll be at just point one innings today. They give it a, hit, a strikeout, no walks. We talk about it. Um, and then the area Santos came in as well. They had the, the big substitution. Austin Hedges came into the game, you know, when they're down five, two, yeah. they were going to frame their way to a victory. <laughs> and Yerry De Los Santos got the good edge of that. You have to, you have to you know, appreciate the intangibles. Absolutely. But yeah, so again, like Gary De Los Santos comes in, he goes one inning, one strikeout, no hits, no walks. I know Connor and I talked about him the other night, two nights ago. I don't know. These nights are all blurring. Yeah, um, it's a weird week, right? Again, like he looked, he looked fine today. I, I'm still just like shocked how he was just so terrible in AAA this year when you're seeing him in the majors right now and looking pretty good. Now, albeit again, like he, he had the, the, the frame gone behind the plate. Well, so that's right. probably the it's, only reason exactly. why. Exactly. I mean, first of all, he's calling for the perfect pitch. He then takes that pitch and turns it into a strike. I mean, it's, I don't care if it bounces, you know, six inches in front of the plate. Hedges gets that call for a strike. And uh, <laughs> you know, so, you know, and, and he gives such confidence to the, uh, you know, behind the plate to the pitcher. It's just, I mean, why he doesn't play every day, I don't understand. I really hope Hedges never watches any of these because I feel like every game we <laughs> right. kind of Again, them, but. I know we're we're you know we put the blame on the player all the time and it's not I the know. player. The player's doing exactly what's asked of him, exactly what's expected of him. True. It, it you know, but yeah, it's you know, right. But anyways, yeah. Just again, to kind of just wrap up the bullpen here. You know, again, Yerry Santos came in, he did his job. His ERA is down to a 0.82. Should we uh, stretch the pitching talk out? Because the offense talk is not really. You know. I got an idea for you. We'll okay. keep the, the pitching talk where it needs to be. We'll right. keep the offense talk where it needs to be. And we'll keep this one nice and sweet and short. Okay. How's it, that sound? Yeah, well, I cover up the, uh, we cover the offensive talk real short and sweet. Let's do it. There was four total hits today, Doug. <laughs> there was one walk, 10, I'm sorry, 13 strikeouts. Where should we start and how quickly does this end? 
Hey, Sawinski gets a, his fifth hit in six at bats against the left hander. It's a double going the other way. Yes, sir. Uh, right. And then, uh, oh, well, prior to that, uh, Connor Joe had, had gotten a hit, right? Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. So we had second. And then Nikki G. I'm waiting for the the league to, to punch back or adjust or do whatever the league does um, so I can stop getting excited about Nick Gonzalez because I did not expect this from Nick Gonzalez. I did not expect this certainly so early because he has struggled at every level when he first has gotten there. Um, he has looked really good. He's a better defensive player than I thought he was, and he is he's hitting the ball hard now. Um Right. You know, sooner or later, he's going to see somebody for the second time or something. You know, this this has got to stop. I just can't believe he's going to keep doing this. But each day I feel, oh, no, maybe <laughs> maybe sure. he is that good. Maybe he will compete for batting titles. <laughs> so I'm not going to go that far. But no, no, no. <laughs> I will happily start with he certainly is exceeding my expectations, especially for his first time up right now, like his first 13 games. You know, I could talk about with Connor too. I was expecting him to struggle. I really was. Just for all those reasons you, you mentioned right, right. before. Yeah. You and know, after I his first game, he was going to struggle. Overmatched. Right. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, he looks like the best hitter on this team right now. Yeah. Uh, and certainly recently. And currently, a 333 batting average still. He carried over going one for three today from last night. OPS up to 989. Uh, yeah, Nick, Nick Gonzalez and also wasn't a fastball he got to hit on. Yeah, he's hitting the breaking ball too. It's just, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you today mentioned about Slavinsky, a lefty, right? And yeah, yeah. Nick Gonzalez did it off a breaking ball. So I don't know, man. I don't know. Like you said, like the league's probably going to adjust. Granted, I'm not saying like this is Nick Gonzalez and he's here to stay and he's a 333 hitter and whatnot. But it's it's nice seeing what he is doing right now. Let's just keep patiently watching him. And you know what, Doug? There's really no one that's going to force him not to do so because Rodolfo Casho looks awful. Terrible. Yeah, he can't hit lefties now, right? He was he was he one of the top five hitters in the league against lefties, and he can't hit anybody now. He looks um, so lost at the plate. Looks lost, right? Um, now I do have a question when we're talking the offense. The umpire threw Andy Haynes out of the game. I mean, if he's got that power, does he have the power to fire Andy Haynes? I mean, could we, could, could this, you know, could we get something a little more out of this, you know, because uh, uh, this uh, hitting philosophy of ours that is, you know, throughout the organization is, is, um, well, you know. Well, as working, Jim asked, not... who's the police going after? I guess there's sounds in the background. I think it might be Andy Haynes. Like, this is not fireable. This <laughs> yeah. is arrestable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's how right. offensive like a, this yeah. offense is. Yeah, he's stealing money, right? I mean, you know. <laughs> And he's stealing it, from, you know, from players who are not going to be able to get contracts because oh god, he's turning them all to two twelve hitters. Well, a couple of them already got their contracts. Maybe we can talk about them because there was a comment earlier in here. Robbie does ask, "Are Hayes and Reynolds contracts going to kill the Pirates?" And I just want to bring that up in the sense of what they do, they're getting paid for. Like right. the money they're making, they yeah, they're continue not. doing what they're doing, and they're fine. It's not the Pirates' fault that they're cheap. And these are the biggest contracts they've ever handed out. Right. And that's just what market value is these days. Yeah. But, these guys did not sign big contracts. The, these aren't, these no. are not, these are not killer contracts in any way, shape or form. Um, it, you know, it, it's, it's, and, and they're producing to those contracts, right? I mean, it's, it's, it's fine. 
that that is not the issue. Right. But you can certainly complain about the production. You oh, know, absolutely. Right. 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 Like, I mean, you, you want more out of both of them. Sure. And I know Reynolds, you know, he did hit the home run, almost had the second home run, but it does go 0 for, 0 for 4 today, two strikeouts. You know, his OPS is at 800 right now. I mean, he was one of the better hitters. He, we all know that hot, hot week in April he had right. that seems to carry him for a bit. But I mean, he was also like when he signed that contract, he was good. The power eluded him. He wasn't hitting home runs, but he was still getting doubles and he's right. hitting well. Not as much as of recently. He, he didn't have his hot June. That, that's no. the, to, to me, that's the concerning thing about him. He, you know, uh, prior to this June, he was one of the top five hitters. You know, his, his name was like up there with like, like Mickey Lou Gehrig right? in June, Mickey Mantle <laughs> in June, right? It was these guys. It's like, holy, you know, and uh, we didn't get that this June. Um, right. And, you know, the I, you know the injury may have had something to do with that. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I mean, we, we definitely need more from Brian Reynolds. I have yet to get to the point where I expect uh, offense from Hayes. It would it would be nice. It would it would it would, but it, it would just be a bonus, is how I look at it at this point. He yeah. is, you know, he is the best defensive third baseman on the planet. He makes it look so easy that you sort of underrate him, but he is phenomenal. He's fairly compensated for that. Um, so if he gives us offense, great. I, I hope for more. I, 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 you know, I wish the exit velocity translated all these things, but, but from Brian Reynolds, I'm expecting offense, right? We've put him in left field. We, you know, I'm expecting offense. I'm expecting sure. more offense and, uh, you know, hopefully he'll round into form soon. Right. And, and again, granted, like you're just asking for Hayes to be, an average hitter. Average. Seriously, all he needs to do <laughs> right. to then take the label off him as one of the best defenders at third base right. and actually label him as, hey, he's one of the better third basemen. Better, better third baseman. You know, right. right. So, but granted, maybe this is what it is with him. But yeah, like Reynolds, 0 for 4 today. I guess the thing is, again, like Reynolds has an 800 OPS, but when the rest of your lineup is just completely incompetent. Like you can't have nights where Reynolds goes over four or two strikeouts. And that's just like the problem. And again, here we are recycling our content from last year. You know, I swear <laughs> we talked about this like exclusively yeah. Reynolds can't go over four with two strikeouts because if that happens, you don't have a chance to win because yeah. if Reynolds isn't going on base or making hits, who's going to do it in this lineup? I mean, Henry Davis is in there. He's a rookie. You can't expect too much of him. Although he looks good. Typically he goes over four today. Granite one strikeout shouldn't have been a strikeout should have been a walk. But, it should have been a walk, right? Yeah, but whatever. Yeah. Like this, this lineup doesn't have a whole lot of competent players, and that's just a problem. That's that's why like Reynolds is a focus, but at the same time, nobody's doing it, and that's just that's the bigger problem. Right, right. I I, I would like to see you know the lineup be good enough that Reynolds had some protection. I mean, it's easy to pitch around him now. You're you're not too worried about. I mean, again, it, you know, Henry Davis, uh, he looks good, but you're right. You know, I, how much can you expect from a rookie? Uh, you know, Santana is, you know, he's giving you solid at bats, but his production and his production is decent, but it's not. You're not afraid of him. No, no, you know, no uh, uh, opposing pitching coach is saying, okay, who do we have to work around here? Um, you know, Swinsky, a couple days a month. You have to be very, very afraid of him. But generally speaking, you know, no. So it'd be nice. You know, I, I, I have this, you know, 
have them in between Kutch and Cruz, have them in, in between, uh, you know, Cruz and Endy or something and see if, uh, you know, I mean, I don't know if he's just, you know, worn down from having to try to carry this offense or, or what, but yeah, we, we need, we need more from him because yeah, if he, if he goes over four in, in a game that Kutch isn't playing now, I know Kutch has not uh, looked great lately, but again, sure. he's one of the better hitters on the town uh, on yep. the team. So, um, you know, I'm not expecting, you know, Mar- Marcano or Castro or someone to pick up Kutch's <laughs> slack. So certainly can't. Yeah. No, no, no. So uh, outside of that though, I mean, again, we've pretty much talked about Nick Gonzalez, had a nice game today. Continues it. Yeah. Uh, Connor Joe went one for three, and uh, yeah, Marcano had that had that hit that slap infield uh, first. That yeah. yeah, I mean, very Marcano like type of right. a hit that right. I, I expect he just one happens of those to find those get hit him. Right, right. Yeah. So it's like I mean I'm he went one for one. I guess got that whatever yeah. but that was the fourth hit the pirates got for the entire game yeah um, he was uh, bad, uh, eliminated pretty quickly right sure yeah so i don't know i don't know what else to really talk about i mean the offense has to start putting things together but then again i, I don't what, i don't know what to tell you yeah. has a day off and reynolds goes over four this is probably what you're going to find more, more right than right and what i think lucky. this is the you bigger thing to talk about right now um I know it's a post game, but just to mention again, like Luis Ortiz got optioned down to the minors last night. Today, Rowansy got optioned down to the minors. Who sends choice probably coming back? Um, the, you could argue, I know Bay's on the IL right now. You could argue Marcano. You can certainly argue Castro, and that's right. my pick as far as Castro. Yeah. But I think it's kind of the problem right now with this team is there's a lot of guys that you're probably hoping to get some production from. Younger guys, right? right. I hope to get some production from Ortiz, Rowanzi, Castro this year, that are all going to be in the minor leagues probably for this upcoming week. That's yeah. that's that's worrisome, right? That that is. I mean, again, we cannot seem to develop players from AAA to the major leagues, um, and and some of them come up and they have, you know, they look really good for a while, right? Ortiz looked good. Now again, first time, but Rowanzi had a good season. He didn't have a good four starts. He had a good season after right. having some very good minor league seasons. And he just looks, you know, pedestrian, man. I mean, he, he there is, he, he's lost his velocity. He's lost his stuff. He's lost his confidence, his mojo. You went I, kind yeah. on him with pedestrian. Yeah, 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 exactly. I, I'm, I don't want, I don't want to be crushing him, but. <laughs> I mean, the hitters uh, are, you might he's as well. Crushable. Yeah. He's, he's crushable at this point. Right. right. And, you know, I don't know who to blame. I, I, I mean, especially with Hedges on the team, I don't see how it's happening. But <laughs> oh man, <laughs> that he must be, be a signal. He, that is he time, must, time to start wrapping up. He, here. He's only being caught by delay, so I guess that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or so I think they sneak Van Meter in to catch him. <laughs> Anyways, that I think pretty much wraps up the post game today. Mm-hmm. Wasn't too much to really talk about and discuss. Um, especially positively, but tomorrow Pirates do face Arizona Demobacks. They are 50 and 38. They're hot. Corbin Carroll left the game table with a shoulder injury. Just some, something of note, not to, you know, praise injuries. anything like that just something of note. Corbin Carroll did leave today with a shoulder injury. Um, but this is probably going to be a very play. Right. tough matchup. 
but they do play tomorrow at 940. Zach Allen and Rich Hill. So. Six innings, four runs. Like <laughs> <laughs> Let's get out of here. Before we do, just want to go ahead and plug this one more time. So this Sunday is the MLB draft. We, of course, will be live at 645. Tune in to watch us. All kinds, smoke, all kinds of smoke, all kinds of rumors, all kinds of talk. From LSU. Yeah, I, I don't believe anything I'm hearing. I don't care about I just take somebody from LSU. Well, about to find out. Yeah, it's getting, it's getting close. <laughs> are we going to be happy or are we going to riot? Oh, we're, we're going, you know, a good portion of us are going to riot, riot regardless, right? I mean, it's just, True. you know, all the stuff you're going to, and I mean, it's, it's a post-game show. But yeah, there, there, there's a couple of guys that you could take with that first pick. And whoever they take with the first pick is going to be our best rated prospect the day, you know, on the Monday after the draft, but it doesn't matter because <laughs> if it's Langford or Clark, <laughs> you know, we, the pitchforks and torches are coming out. Yeah, that's a good point, but I'll end it now. Let's get out of here. Yes, we sir. will be back tomorrow. Um, see you then guys. Right. Bye Good night guys. Hey, you all, thank you for watching. I know we try to provide the most entertaining content that we can, uh, and we'd love to spread it to as many people as possible. So uh, I know it doesn't seem like a lot, but if you could take the five seconds to like this video and subscribe to the page, it helps out so much more than you know. Thank you, and let's go Bucks.